maybe what I want is not for the body dysmorphia to go away completely. Maybe what I want is like, I want to have control over it and be able to use it. I just had this conversation with my friend yesterday, um, last night about something that's related to body dysmorphia. Um, I was thinking how my upper belly was protruding slightly. Um, it used to be totally flat, but it's not flat anymore. And I was telling my friend how it's only like equivalent to like 80 bucks to get your liver, um, ultrasound check. Um, uh, and I should consider that. Um, and of course my friend being a <laughs> wonderful person that he is like, oh, you're fine. But yeah, um, AD sounds like a really great price, but yeah, I, I feel like it's not, I'm very functional and I'm healthy, but it's just the physical appearance that I don't like. Um, and I'm just wondering where that's coming from or um, in terms of like why my belly is protruding, even though all the numbers says, um, there's nothing for me to worry about. Um, and how much I get obsessed over it. Is it fair to say that the, the thing you want to talk about is the, is to like unpack the obsession about like, okay, when there's this change in your body or just obsession with the body in general? I guess so. Um, it's more like also just like, I definitely see it, um, but other people do not see it. <laughs> and like, I don't have a lot of people to share that with. Uh, but also, like, it's not, I know it's not something that's not worth sharing. <laughs> um, so, like, like, it's nice that, like, my friends are, like, telling me, oh, it's okay, you can talk about it, and then, like, I won't invalidate you, which is wonderful, but also at the same time, it's like, oh, I should stop it. Um, this is something that I should talk <laughs> with my therapist and not, like, you know, um, bother my friends with. Okay, well, uh good thing is we barely know each other so maybe we're not friends yet so you can bother me with it so yeah i guess one thing that's more for my education um but also because i think people might use this term differently uh what does body dysmorphia mean to you what do you mean when you say that word i guess it's just like having a specific image um and feeling like i need to fit in that image and if not like it's really get to it's really difficult to get my mind off from it. Um, and you're just continuously checking. Um, and then like sometimes that image is not realistic. Um, but yeah, you're still like working hard towards that goal. And in the process, you're also not prioritizing other things that you should be. What are the things that are cluing into the fact that this is, you know, taking, uh, taking a toll on the, you know, other parts of your life? Um, you know, to some extent, to some extent, everyone cares about their appearance, but, um, you know, there's, there's some indicator that you're like, ah, this is, this is because that trait is a little dialed up in me. That's why this, you know, I'm seeing this other thing happen in my life that is, that I don't like. I limit myself a lot. Um, I might not do certain activity because I'm really, uh, self-conscious about that area. For example, like I'm like, I have conflicting image like one part i'm too fat other part i'm too skinny um and then like i was aware certain <laughs> both at the same like, time i know it doesn't work right so like <laughs> i can't do anything about it like i can't gain weight but also i can't lose any more weight and like i'm stuck here and then like this current state i'm not happy with so nothing i can do about it um but yeah certain outfit that i wouldn't wear 
um, certain things or certain activities I wouldn't do. Um, and then sometimes I would look in the mirror and be like, oh, I look good today. And then I walk outside and then like right before I leave, I see my reflection and like there's something wrong with like my makeup or my hair. And then I know it's not something anyone would notice, but like it really bothers me. So I have to go back and like fix it, which takes like a few extra minutes. But that could mean that you are late for whatever thing that you're trying to go to. Like when you when you really think about it, do you have the belief that if you looked a different way, you would be happy? Um, it I don't know if it's about happiness. I'm pretty happy now. It's just I should look like that. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. That's that's interesting. There's um, yeah. I want to unpack that more. So, um, I should look like that. So. I guess in terms of like being too skinny, I should look like that so I can wear whatever I want. Yeah. But like if I never really pointed out to other people, like how, like in what way I'm skinny, uh, because then like I'm bringing attention to that area. Uh, but like to certain like friends that I trust, I will point out exactly what's wrong with it, what's wrong with my body. And they're like, no, you look fine. <laughs> but it's also hard to tell like, oh, they're just being really nice. Or like if like um, if like what they're saying is true. And if it is, then my art, then obviously I'm like not seeing what they're seeing. What do you want someone to say in that scenario? What do you want? What do you want those close friends to say in that scenario? I want them to tell me the truth. Uh, and then, like, I might want to check several things. So, like, hey, like, maybe, like, it looks nice right now. But, like, under a certain uh, lighting or certain clothes, it looks terrible. So I might want to, like, bring them <laughs> under that terrible condition and then check uh, what they're seeing. And then I want them to tell, tell me the truth. I think, yeah, I think what I want is to know the truth. Um, and what I should do is just accept it and move on to more important things in my life. How do you expect to feel once you know the truth? If someone, if you could, if, if you knew that someone was being entirely honest about how they thought you looked in that scenario, you expect, you expect to feel, uh, what after that? This is terrible, but I don't think it's going to fix anything. <laughs> Like, maybe that person thinks it looks fine, but, like, to other, like, people, to other, like, yeah, people, like, they have different opinion. Um, not that it really matters, but, yeah, asking, like, one person's opinion um, or what that one person is seeing, I don't think would really help. Do you think you have a good sense of how honest someone is being with you? No, not at all. Yeah. I feel like most people are, like, pretty kind. And then, like, I've been put in that situation where I told white lies <laughs> because I don't want to hurt their feeling. Um, and then I can, like, see other people doing that because there are a bunch of nice people out there. Is there also a focus on other people's actions around you? Or is it just their words? Words. And sometimes they might stare at the area that I'm self-conscious about. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, it, I spiral <laughs> into like my thoughts, like, oh, what was that person seeing? And then I would try to recreate that scenario and try to like 
see in the mirror what that person was seeing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible because it doesn't matter. With your eyes through your brain, you're trying to see what they saw. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, but oh well. You said that this is stupid to worry about this. Um, but you keep doing it. In what ways is it serving you? In what ways is it helping you or making you feel better? I think because I care a lot about it, I might look hotter than I actually am. And then I think it's important, um, especially when, like, like I have this and I would like to optimize it uh, like and make the most of it if I can, while I can. Um, so I kind of don't want to let it go because it's, like only gonna get worse as you age, um, as I'm told. Um, so I feel like I should care. Uh, and by caring, um, people are nicer. <laughs> I mean, that is true. People are, people are nicer to people who look nice. That's definitely true. Um, I guess what, what I'm trying to get at is um, the marginal worry. So, uh, the things you said are, I think, a pretty, um, pretty defensible um, reason to allocate some amount of one's time thinking about one's appearance. Um, the same thoughts just go through my head about uh, looking a little bit better so that people will treat me better and I will have better outcomes in a bunch of ways. But the difference between, um, there's a difference between worrying for some length of time versus worrying for that length of time plus an hour more of worrying here and there uh, all all together. So I guess what I want to know is what do you, in the moments where you're doing those, um, those marginal bits of worry, um, what is the, what is the like emotional need that's getting met by that? What is the, what is the fear if you don't worry? I'm not maximizing my potential. Um, and then there are so many different ways you can maximize your looks. Um, and yeah, just not taking advantage of that. Um, yeah, that's a waste. I'm interested in the piece about potential. Maybe one thing that would be useful is thinking about like the diminishing returns there. So is there um is there a point at which you can feel the diminishing returns uh or does it all seem productive i don't think i can tell like to me they're all equally important um to me like i can't not not do it um and then like you only know if it's worth it or not after you achieve or don't achieve the um goal that you were out like trying to achieve um, yeah, going back to that belly example, um, there, like, I think a few months ago, I felt like my belly was, like, really round and, like, was, like, almost like a pot belly. So I stopped eating a lot. Um, I ate every day, but, like, tiny portion. Um, and then it got flatter and I was pretty happy about it. It wasn't, like, at the level that I was hoping to achieve. But, yeah, and I would say that, I would say that was worth it. But to everyone else, like, I'm still incredibly skinny before and after. So people wouldn't understand it. Um, but, like, 
Yeah, it's only worth it because my belly did get flatter. Um, but like when I was like limiting my calorie intake, I wouldn't. I didn't know if my belly is going to stay there forever or not because in my mind, like it could be from anything. Like maybe I have a genetic predisposition to like have hot belly, like my mom, <laughs> or like maybe it's just part of aging, or maybe it's something else. Like maybe do I have a liver disease that I need to like get checked? Is that always your reaction to seeing a little rounded belly? Is that you reduce your calorie intake? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, like, you see the effect immediately. If you put something in your belly, then it protrudes. And if you stop eating for a while, then it does get flat. Um, it doesn't solve the uh, underlying issue where um, there was a point in my life where I would eat a lot, but my belly somehow stayed flat the whole time. You're paying attention not to the fat, but just actually just the distension from there literally being more matter there temporarily while it's sitting in your stomach. I guess so. Um, but it's very disproportionate in my eyes. Um, and I don't, I don't think other people have that much um, difference. Or that that much change once they once they eat, um, and also I used to not have like a belly that's that round uh, before, so I don't like that. I'm changing. So you said uh, you think it's disproportionate. You also said that you're not sure if you want to change. Like what's going on here? There's uh, there's there's a battle going on inside you. Uh, sounds like part of you thinks part. Of, it sounds like part of you thinks it's absurd some of your actions is that fair yeah yeah i i am aware <laughs> like i'm sane enough to know that this is a stupid thing to obsess about but also i cannot stop obsessing about it because sometimes i do get the reward sometimes i do see the change that i want to see um but also i'm spending too much time on it and other people are saying i'm fine how do you know you're good at figuring out the connection between achieving that goal and what you did oh uh, i see it in my eyes yeah i mean belly is a pretty big example um so you either have a round belly or not that makes sense for 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 seeing that you you did something that changed your body like not eating i'm saying for the other goal you were talking about about uh the way people react and stuff like that how do you know that you're correctly associating their reactions with the actions you took? Um, I actually wouldn't know. Um, because if I'm not uh, proud, if I don't like, like the way I look, then I would not go outside or like wear an outfit that hides it. Um, I mean, but also I wouldn't expect people to treat me poorly because I have round belly. Um, but usually, like, when people are, like, nice to me, friendly, and I'm having fun, it's because I already feel nice. I feel like I my belly's flat, and because of that, I wear a cute outfit, and then I'm in a good mood, and I'm ready to have fun, <laughs> and then go outside and, like, hang out with friends. It's a feedback loop, um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a feedback loop, but a lot of people are... I know that will they will be nice to me uh, regardless of how I look most of the time.
what um, kind of experiment could you do to see what the association is here? Just wear or yeah, wear something that really accentuates the thing that I don't like about my appearance uh, and like try to have fun and like be friendly and see how people react. Has anyone ever suggested that before or you have you thought of that before? I think I've done that before and I think it went pretty fine and I had a lot of fun, but I don't like that. (laughs) It goes back to like me not (laughs) like me wanting to change, but also like I not wanting to change. I think that's the problem. I think I wonder if it's like, huh, like I want to be a nice person. I want to be a kind person um, because I want to be a kind person and other people are nice to me when I'm kind to them. Maybe it's some, it's something like that where like I want to be like, I want to look like nice and have flat belly uh, because somehow that's like, like part of who I am and, or, and that's someone like something I want to be. Um, and also like other people are treating me nicer when I have flat belly, basically. There's that fixation on the outcome again. But what I'm hearing from you is that you kind of know that's not necessary. You kind of know that people will be happy with you, even if your belly is a little bit protruding anyways. This is why I'm so intrigued by the identity piece, because it seems like, it almost seems like this thing has created its own reason for existence that's like disconnected with other things. I think mainly it's because it's been there for too long, Um, probably like since like middle school, high school. Um, And yeah, that's a pretty long time to have something uh, live in your mind for uh, that long a period of time. But yeah, I I can let it go if I I should let it go. Um, And I guess that's why I say this is like a problem that I'm dealing with. I'm not really a fan of shoulds. Uh, they don't really do anything. Like, I could say a hundred things that I should do, but that doesn't actually make me go out and do them. Um, you know, this is this is this conversation is probably not going to be helpful to you. But if it is, if it does end up being helpful, it will be because of something other than like I should do this. You and I are talking about this thing, this pattern, right? Like it's a like it's an object in the world, and. Until now, it kind of felt like I was talking, that we were talking about an object, like a, like a cube or something that's kind of static. And the more I think about it, the more it seems, it feels like we're talking about an animal that's actually moving and changing shape as we talk about it to kind of defend itself. Because when I come in from one side, it's like, it's like no, there's no fear there. It's just stupid. And it's just... Um, uh, it's just uh, a habit. But when I come in from the other side, it's like, no, if I actually if I actually imagine myself not thinking about these things, it will feel like less less validation or, or, or something like that. Is that fair? I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, that it's a living animal trying to defend itself. Like, I wouldn't have this for this long. Or... If it was bad 100% of the time, then I don't think it would have like been part of me for this long, but it definitely served me. Um, and I think that's why it's so hard for me to let it go. Um, then, because if I let it go, then I wouldn't be like getting the 
what small benefit I'm getting <laughs> from this. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it definitely serves me well. Mo sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it serves me well, except actually it doesn't it, matter because people love me anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, well, I feel like it's more like fire. It's like, oh, just like make sure to control it and make sure it doesn't like, like consume you and like it'll like it'll be useful okay and uh, and on the fire scale like where is it from like candle to forest fire um wow okay okay Ooh, yeah that's a good question okay for mostly like candle because it is sometimes like really fun to like um dive into like skincare and like beauty stuff um but like when i'm having a bad day and i'm having like like going through like some i don't know um like people problem and like i get super insecure then like it really consumes me i'm like oh this is the reason like i am like not happy um so like it definitely fluctuates and i think maybe what i want is not for the body dysmorphia to go away completely maybe what i want is like i want to have control over it and be able to use it however i want um as in like I want to be able to use it to keep myself caring about like uh, my appearance, but also like if it's getting um, out of my hand and it's taking over my life, then like I can turn it off. It almost feels like we're talking about the animal, but when we view it from one side, we say, oh, look, it's a tail. And then we look from the other side, it's, oh, look, it's a face. But um, what we really want to get to is to be able to describe it in its entirety, even if we're only looking at one side of it. So like the really good feelings I got when I got approval from someone was the other side of the really bad feelings I got when I felt that I was that, that I was being disapproved of. But that those weren't obviously the same things. For a long time I thought, oh, I will feel just as good getting the approval from people, but uh I just Someday I'll fix this and I won't have the negative feeling. Um, I think that this wish to use the positive side of it, but not have the negative side, is basically a lie that it tells you. It's like the ring from Lord of the Rings saying, no, you can, you can resist. Like, you will be able to use this power so well because you're, you're great. And um, it's not saying, telling the exact same story, but it's saying, like, no, you can definitely... You can keep me around just for the good stuff, but like, yeah, we can definitely get rid of the bad stuff at some point. Um, and, and that just has not been my experience with the stuff that I've actually managed to get better at. Um, it is basically the the practice has been to the practice begins when I get into that moment where I reach for that tool and then not reach for that tool. Like, for me, it was a lot about going over my behavior, what I said, right? Did I say something stupid? Was I not confident or charismatic enough? And um, really pouring over that for what I could do better. Um, and in my more secure moments, I would realize that that was causing me, like, mental tension that was making me have less fun. In my insecure moments, the that side of me would say, you don't have the luxury to not 
go over these things and disregard that person's opinion. That person's opinion matters or that person's opinion is going to be like a lot of other people's opinions. And who are you to disregard them? Eventually, it just had to be overridden through action when that part of me beckoned to me to do this behavior of what I do wrong. How, you know, was I not funny? You know, was I not like aloof enough? Uh, and actually say, no, I'm actually not going to do any form of like retroactive analysis. I'm just going to be like shrug and let it go, which was really tough for me to do as like a very analytical person who wants to wants to learn from those things. It's like Badi Dismurti are saying, like, like if you don't like if you're not something along the line of like if you're not there for me at my worst, um, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> Yeah, Marilyn Monroe committed suicide. So, yeah. Another way to think about what this is is engaging with it in a different headspace. Um, You can certainly reach for the tool uh, when you're in that headspace of spiraling about how you look or something. But you can also just pause for a second and say, okay, I give myself permission to reach for this tool. I'll go do whatever I typically do to react to the scenario. You can still reach for the tool, but just like question it right before you do. Say like, do I do I need to do this? Am I sure I need to do this? How do I know that I need to do this? Is it possible I don't need to do this? And none of this is from the perspective of getting you to not do the thing, but it's from the perspective of having a less coercive relationship with reaching that tool, to actually have it be a tool. I think like the right thing is, or the good thing is that I have the intention to change and like I am orienting towards the right direction.